0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome back to Take for Take Podcast. It is Tuesday, September 19th, week two, NFL in the books, week three, college football in the books. Joined, as always, by Trent Gage. Boys, how we doing?
1: What's up, everybody? Austin, what's up, buddy? Gage, how are you? Thicker than a dog, man. These allergies are kicking my ass right now. Last week, so...
0: Hey, before 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 we start, big congratulations. Round of applause to the newly engaged gauge. Engaged gauge. Congratulations, big dog. How's it feel? How's it feel?
1: I'm a changed man, but at the same time it's you no know, it's the same shit, different toilet.
0: <laughs>
1: um Yeah, it was cool. We were just talking awesome. It was, we were on high for a day or two and now it's kinda of simmered down, but yeah, super, super excited to see what this future holds, and uh, yeah, just really, really thrilled and blessed.
0: Yeah, man, we're we're all excited for you. That initial high is like higher than high, and then trend. You can, I'm sure you know too. It just it gets high, and then it just kind of just mellows out until you do wedding shit, and then it gets high again, and then. So, but we're happy. Yeah. We're happy for it, man.
2: Yeah, that initial you. high is it's it's something, man. You're buzzing for a while. And then, uh, you're right, it kind of just slowly trickles back to baseline. But congrats, man. Appreciate, uh, you know, good stuff. I love it. Appreciate you. Yep. Yeah.
0: For- unfortunately, um, yeah. You, cou- yeah. you couldn't win a shit ton of money on Sunday. That would have been really nice. That would have been a, a hell of a way to cap the weekend off. But,
1: Well, we'll talk about that here in just a few minutes.
0: <laughs> Let's, uh, yeah, we got fun fun show for you wow. guys, excuse me, we uh, a full recap show. We're going to run through all of these NFL games. Um, we'll touch a little bit on the college ball. Not a lot of action last weekend, but uh, we're going to focus most of our time on these NFL games and get out of here before the, the Saints kickoff on Monday Night Football. But let's talk about our bets. For those that know, we have our Pick'Em Challenge or our Bet Challenge, whatever you want to call it, six picks each week for each of us. Um, records are not finalized yet because some of us still have action on the Monday Night Games. But over the weekend, I went three and two. I need Saints minus three to, to break even on the weekend. Um, I had Ohio plus three and a half. And I also dabbled them money line over Iowa State on Saturday. That was a huge win for, for me. I mean, I don't know why they were really dogs in that game. They're a better team. But I also had Georgia Southern. plus. I got it at plus 20. Um they were winning outright at halftime, I believe, and then uh, Davis Brin, I believe is his name, wanted to throw five fucking interceptions and let Wisconsin back in that football game, which was unbelievable. Um, Trent, I think you had this one too. Washington, Washington State over fifty-five and a half. Um, I don't know if you had it as an official play, but I know you you were rocking with the with the over, but.
2: The Michigan State, you mean? Yeah. Washington, Michigan. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Washington, Michigan. Yeah, State. I, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't my, one of my official plays, but I did. I did have it on the weekend. So I wish. I wish it was. We'll go over why, but it was a tough <laughs> week for me.
0: Yeah. Um, Washington fucking dominated that game. Um, they kind of. Yeah. They got up forty something to nothing, and then the just scoring kind of just stopped. So that was a big fat L for me. But then I had Colorado, Colorado State over 61.5. Fought for my fucking life to stay up for that entire game. (laughs) That game ended like 2 a.m. But uh, that hit, obviously, most exciting game in the weekend. Double overtime win for Colorado. Uh, My fifth and final play right now was Jamar Chase anytime touchdown on Sunday against the Ravens um we'll get into it a little bit later about the Bengals and jamar and joe burrow and all that but that was a big fat dud um t higgins got all the red zone targets caught two touchdowns so yeah two and three i got saints minus three waiting for me to hopefully break even
2: yeah uh, i guess i'll go and i was one four and one on the weekend so not not my best effort um Start with the one winner, which was Oregon minus 38. I'm just gonna continue to to aid Hawaii st- slash Stanford this year as long as Vegas, you know, makes those lines reasonable. I'm not sure why Hawaii was anything less than, you know, seven touchdowns.
0: Yeah, you te- you texted us you texted us and it was like 24 to nothing, and you're like, Oregon minus 38 was the easiest bet of my fucking life. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it was it was the the opposite of a sweat. Like I couldn't have been more cool and dry. Um, I mean, just keep looking out for those Hawaii spreads. Um, but that's where my fun kind of ended. Um, I'll go over my losses, then I'll finish with my tie because I have a I have a lot of lot to say on that. But uh, I was on some team totals this week: the Bears and the Chiefs. <clears throat> and uh, the Bears are broken more during the game, but they're just broken and. Um, there's no reason that team total shouldn't, shouldn't have hit, but I just don't understand what's going on over there. Um, and then the Chiefs, I, I I don't know. Like, I don't know what happened. Um, you know, from watching that game, I didn't watch that whole game, but from bits and pieces, it looked like Kelsey wasn't fully 100% yet and he was giving it his all. So, you know, receivers that struggle to separate, still questions with the offensive line with Mahomes. I mean, he still made it work. He had over 300 yards, couple touchdowns, but – I think that the, the Chiefs defense played so well that the offense didn't have to go match score for score with them, so they were okay just winning that game. But that went well under the 27. Um, and then I was on the Bears plus the money as well. Um, that was awful. And uh, Iowa, Western Michigan under. Usually, you know, playing in Iowa under is a good place to be. But um, Iowa. Essentially, covered it by themselves, the the total. So, that coming, believe me. Um, And then I'll wrap up with the 49ers minus seven.
0: Tough, Um, dude. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, so, um, you know, it was a back and forth game, but they did kind of take control at the end. Uh, Up 10 points with the Rams driving, you know, that's all you always worry about the field goal and then the onside kick um, because you got to get two scores anyway. What was weird about this one is the Rams got in the field goal range, but there was only four seconds left. So there's no way a field goal – you kick a field goal, the game's over. Um, You you do anything, the game's over. So there's really no point to kick the field goal unless you're Sean McVay and you have money on the spread. I mean, that's the only thing I can (laughs) think of. So there's – that's just a – in my mind. Obviously, but what is that? Why why is he kicking that field goal? Well, can can somebody explain to me when mm-hmm. there's no chance of it going in in time to get the onside kick? He's just doing that to cover the spread. It,
1: investigated. It, it's
0: very fishy. It's very fishy because you're right. There, wasn't, there was no time.
1: No, you're right. You're right, Trent. The NFL coaches do know the spread. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and I um, can't remember who it was. I think it was Dan Campbell. Um mm-hmm. He goes into the games, and he's willing, willingly said it in a uh, post conference that he he knows the spreads, and the players know the spreads, and if if he's out of the game, but like the spread's still in question, he's gonna do everything he can to cover the spread. And uh, I really, yeah, I mean that was really really weird. I mean, any other situation, you I mean, you just think they'll just kneel it or run the ball or just end the game. Um, but maybe I don't know. Maybe they were gonna kick it and think there's one second left and. I just don't know. That was really, really weird.
0: <laughs> they clearly know the spread. I mean, any... It, yeah. Obviously, you, you, you can't, like, I guess, prove it, but, like, every coach knows what the fucking spread is. I, I find it hard to believe that they don't.
1: Yeah,
0: 100%. Gage, how'd you do on the weekend, bro, other than uh, throwing a ring on it? Oh, yeah, I, uh, I split. I went three and
1: three, so not terrible, just a, a big old waste of time, but it's better than better than in the in the red, so I missed big time on Mississippi State plus 9.5 at home against the Tigers. Um, I really thought that was going to be a competitive game, but right out the gates, I mean, LSU, LSU jumped on them early and they didn't let up until the very end. I don't even think that they would have covered. I don't even know what the final score was, but I know they lost by more than four touchdowns probably. Um, South Carolina plus 28, man. <laughs> I think they should have won that game up 14-3 at halftime and then came out and just absolutely shit the bed the second half. It was kind of disappointing. I wanted to see an outright win there. But um, a pretty pretty sweat-free cover there. Um, UNC minus seven hit against Minnesota at home. I think UNC is finally starting to click a little bit. Um, And then just an absolute shit show over there in South Florida, um, with Alabama. I had Alabama minus almost five touchdowns and uh they barely snuck one out there. So um lost there and then me along with the whole country was on Colorado to cover the spread and God uh, we know what happened there, so that was a, a nice low L but finished the night off yesterday Manners plus three and a half. They went in outright in an absolute thriller against Denver. That game was nuts.
0: Yeah, um, ex- yeah that was the most exciting game. Of the day, other than probably um, Detroit and Seattle.
1: Yeah, shout out Sam Howell. He's he's out there doing his thing right now for sure. Three and zero.
0: Yeah, three and a starter. But uh, yeah, not a great weekend for the fellas. Um, I'm fighting for my life to get to go five hundred and yeah, not not a great weekend. But let's uh, let's transition to the Thursday night game last week. Minnesota goes into Philly turned the ball over i want to say four different times um with the Vetra x card from capital like, one you earn sh- two times Venture- miles on every purchase philly hosting minnesota thirty-four twenty-eight philadelphia um it looked uh, like early that uh eagles were going to kind of dominate this game and I mean, I think they did and the, the score doesn't really represent how how dominant the Eagles were in this game. But um Kirk Cousins, man, I mean, I mean the poor bastard just can't win in prime time.
2: He can't, but he's he's fucking lighting them up out there, man. I mean,
0: yeah, 300 plus yards again.
2: 31 and 44, 364 yards, four touchdowns, and you know, people will say garbage time, but I mean, he it wasn't his fault that they were losing like that and he went at, I mean, he was just throwing dime after dime, and, you know, anytime you have Justin Jefferson on your team, I mean, there's really not a throw to him that's a bad throw, he's just so fucking good, um, and I know you were on the Vikings, Austin, so that was a nice little backdoor cover that they pulled off, um, losing by six, so, I don't know, man, I, I think, and again, I'll, I'll go back to what we said about the Vikings uh, before the season, like, this is going to be a bad defense and a good offense, so just play the overs, and um, I think you'll be profitable at the end of the year.
0: Yeah, um, I have a future on them to win the NFC North. We talked about it when we previewed that division, but this fucking defense is horrible, dude. I mean, they they score twenty eight points and they lose by a touchdown, and that's DeAndre Swift finally looked like the guy that the Eagles were hoping he would be. I mean, 175 yards and touchdown. But you're right, man. I mean, Jefferson goes for a buck 60, 11 catches, 160 yards, and the one almost touchdown. But, like, that, that defense is fucking garbage.
2: Yeah. yeah, And, you know, I, uh, that future might not, you know, the, I mean, the Vikings are 0-2, and I think we were, I was down on them. But that, that division doesn't look great. I mean,
0: no, it doesn't. It's
2: lost today. The Packers lost today. The Bears are a train wreck. So, it's can still back their way into that division. It wouldn't surprise me. So, yeah, don't, don't lose hope.
0: I have faith in Kirk. Kirk and Justin Jefferson are really the only two in that team I have faith in. But uh, you, you, you touched on the Packers. First Sunday's game, Packers go into Atlanta. Atlanta pulls it off 25 24 with a field goal. By Young Hoku as time expires. Um, Jordan Love man looks like an NFL quarterback. Um, not playing you know lights out, but six touchdowns through his first three game or first two games. His defense, his defense let him down in, in this game. Honestly, the Packers lost this game.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I think uh, Jordan loves. I don't. I don't think he played that well this game. Um, but I'll give you this, Austin. He he looks... If, there's something, like, really aesthetically pleasing about him uh, throwing a football. Like, he, it's like a mix between, like, Aaron Rodgers and uh, I don't even... I haven't found the second comp. To, I mean, the Rodgers thing shouldn't surprise you because he learned under him for three years. But, look, he looks really good throwing the ball. But, I mean, I, as far as how he played, I don't know if he played great. I mean, he had... 151 yards through the air, only 14 and 25. One of his touchdown passes was at motion, where he just popped it in front, and his receiver Jaden Reed did all the work. And they had a bunch of drives late in the game where he did nothing. I think a lot of three and outs in that game. So, um, I think he's I think he's good, but I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be you know getting his Hall of Fame jacket ready.
0: No, but did did you see him um, fall over fucking drunk on that the one? Sna- a snap. Yeah, well, like what? What was to, that? Looked like he was about to do a quarterback sneak, and he kind of just got happy feet and fucking fell over.
1: Yeah, it looked like he was ready for the snap, but uh, but nobody else on the team. He <laughs> yeah, had the wrong snap count.
0: Yeah, you,
2: ne- you never see a quarterback fuck up the uh,
0: the snap count. The
2: snap count. <laughs> it's usually everybody else. He's the, that's like one of. I mean, he's got a lot. Quarterbacks have a lot of jobs, but you'd think the quarterback would know what the snap count is. I've never like false
0: starts on the quarterback are very rare. Desmond Ritter. Hey, what about
2: uh? Yeah, I was about to say. What about our boy Desmond Ritter? I mean,
0: yeah, man, first career touchdown on the ground. Um, he is now thirty and zero at home, dating back to his time at UC as a starter. So the boy wow. no, boy knows how to win at home.
1: Yeah, I mean that team. The Falcons look good, man. I mean, they're not complete. They're not an elite team yet, but they're doing. They're doing everything they need to do to win ball games just like they, they did. They, it was a good comeback. Um, some big stops down the stretch. And yeah, also like you said, Young Lake who um, game-winning field goal with I think, like, a minute left. I don't think it was as time expired. But um, okay. but yeah, I mean can we talk about that boy Bijan for a second? He's for he real. Is a, he is yeah, for he, um, real. He's good. Um, Drake London finally came around. Matt Collins had a great game. Yeah, I mean this is a this is a good team. This was my, my team, my pick to win the NFC South, um, and they're backing it up right now. And going forward, I, I, I'm i
0: really excited to see what they keep doing in the future. That was a good game, too. That was a fun one to watch. Yeah, it was. Um, speaking of the NFC South, let's transition to Chicago going into Tampa Bay. Um, Trent, I know you were on the Bears. Um, absolute throttle. I've, this 27-17 to 17 final score is not indicative of how this game actually went. Um, Baker Mayfield, fucking 317 yards and a touchdown. Mike Evans had more receiving yards than the Bears had net passing yards. Six catches, 171 y- yards and a touchdown. <sighs> do we do we even want to go into Justin Fields at all? Because I really don't, man. I really don't. I
1: not
2: now you know I did a Justin Fields thing last week, and I can do it. I'll do a quick one uh, this week, I guess. But he just—he just, just kind of like broken, and again, and I know Gage, you, you probably are mad about this, but like the lack of design runs for the guy, I—it's I, just dumbfounding when like, uh, like that—that's how they were like the Bears were playing like a top ten offense for a stretch last year. It's when they just like let Fields like. Basically designed his offense like the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, and um, like you know him early in his career, and their offense fucking was insane, and they still lost games because their terrible defense. But I don't get that. I don't get it. And Fields isn't playing well, and he's not seeing shit. He,
1: the they're, Bears trying, just broke him.
0: they're trying to make yeah. him a pocket um, passer, and he's not a pocket
1: passer. Yeah. No, he's a. Uh... He's a backyard kind of player, and like you said, Trent, that's why they were so good on offense last year. He's a uh, – I mean, those runs did open up the passing game for him, even though he's not the most elite passer. Um Four – I mean, four yeah, four rushing attempts in, in a game for him. It's, that's got to be like – oh, that's got to be a low. I can't remember how – that's got to be a low yeah, from, I, like, dating way back. Yeah.
0: Uh,
2: yeah, and I don't think any of them were designed rushing attempts.
1: No, he got like, sacked times as well too. So, I mean, that dude was just under dress all game. He 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 looked bad. He looked really bad. Did you guys see that play that it was like the back view of him standing in the pocket, going through his reads, right seam. every
0: receiver
1: was wide open, and it ended in a sack.
0: Yeah, me a touchdown down the seam. I I think it was Komet. but yeah, it was. Yeah, he didn't look good, man. This bear team, this Bears team is. This defense is fucking horrible, dude. They've now lost twelve straight games dating back to October of last season. Um, trying to know you harp on the fact that they should have drafted Jalen Carter and whether it's Carter or whoever, I they should have addressed this defense, dude. This defense is fucking horrible.
2: That that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, Fields doesn't look good, but the Bears somehow. You can't the Bears, stop anybody three years and they still have like a shitty ass team. I don't understand Bad at building a uh, a roster. Like, why would you let Roquan Smith go? Going back to that, I don't understand that. Like, he's one of he's young. He's one of the best defensive players in the league. You just let him go. It's not like you're paying anybody else. I I don't know how this team can be still so bad up front, and then yeah, their defense is by far the worst defense in the NFL. I mean, every I wouldn't be surprised if every quarterback the, they're gonna. Just watch the games. Their defense is one of the worst I've ever seen, somehow. They just, let Baker, Mayfield,
0: they just let Baker Mayfield throw for 317 yards. Yeah, they played last week. Bears, Mahomes may throw for 500 yards against them.
2: If he wanted to, he'd probably... I'm not kidding. If, if they wanted to, the Chiefs, they could probably score 65 points.
0: Nah, I don't doubt that at all.
2: They won't, but if they wanted to, they probably could.
0: This team's horrible, man, and it sucks to, to admit because... We all love Fields, and he's just struggling. They said, I saw a post,
1: all three former Ohio State quarterbacks, 0-6 to start the year, including Fields, Burrow, and Stroud. Stroud. But shout out, CJ Stroud, boy, put up the most passing yards in a Texans rookie career, or Texas rookie. Debut.
0: Rookie in the Texans organization. Yeah, fucking slinging that thing. Yeah. Good. yeah. Stroud's, Yeah, Stroud's, man. He's balling, man. Yeah, 384 yards. It's a, good, it's a good transition gauge. Indianapolis goes into Houston, uh, beats them 31-20 without Anthony Richardson for three and a half quarters. Suffered a, I don't know if it was actually, confirmed. yeah, it was a concussion after he uh, ran a second touchdown in. Um, overreaction, first five quarters of the year when I said Anthony Richardson would be the best rookie quarterback of the bunch this year. Wasn't looking horrible until he got hurt, but yeah, man. You mentioned the Gage Stroud, three hundred eighty-four yards. Nico Collins had hundred forty-six receiving yards, but the, I I don't know what to make of this Houston team. Other than that, they're really bad. Because this Colt, that, so. th- this Colts team is not thirty-one points beat you by eleven. Good. Yeah
2: the uh, the Texans. Um, they they're on their third like string offensive line, which is yeah, crazy. They are, yeah, um, he So was... like Stroud, he's been sacked eleven times through two games, um, and he I mean and they're making they're having to throw a lot. And he's dude, he's just if you just watch him, like he's legit. And when they when they keep him upright, like he's gonna pick defenses apart.
0: Yeah, dude's good.
2: Like, I could see him you know throwing for forty five hundred yards every year of his career. The way he, the way he just is able to pass, and is an elite passer. But I do want to touch on the Colts, and um, I think Shane Steichen is really, really legit. And you can tell from, um, you know, the Eagles' offense and Jalen Hurts look like they've kind of taken a step back. And the way he's utilizing Richardson, and I don't know if you got, saw Richardson's uh, second touchdown, um, where he actually got concussed, but it was a fucking sick play design where they like. They, like, faked a jet uh, motion behind Richardson where he, like, turned around to give the motion, and then um, I think they pulled one of their guards around and maybe a backside tight end, and Richardson went around the other way, good action, and ran for, like, 15 yards and touchdown. Unfortunately, got hurt on the play. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's he's legit, and he knows what he's doing with, with that mold of quarterback. So as long as he can stay healthy... I think he's in a really good position to, uh, you know, be a really good NFL quarterback for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean Gardner Minshew came in through 171 yards. They go to Baltimore next week, so if Richardson's not able to go, um, I think that could get, that game could be a lot a lot of trouble. But
2: I was the Jets, and I think I said this last episode. I'd be fucking calling about Minshew, man.
0: Because yeah, he's the. Yeah, I mean other than what I Minshew's mean, good. I mean, like, if you look at the at the back like the backup quarterbacks in the league, I mean off the top of my head, you got Jameis. Really just Jameis, and then Gardner Minshew, <laughs> right? <laughs> like
2: Heineke.
0: Taylor Heineke, what, yeah. What, what
2: team is Heineke on now? Is he still on
0: I'm pretty sure he's in Atlanta? Yeah,
2: okay. yeah. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. versus Yeah, I mean she, solid. But,
0: but like yeah, I think Gardner Minshew is more than a yeah, more than a capable quarterback. He had a few good years down in Jacksonville. But uh let's move on, yeah. on to this next game. Um, Buffalo, much, much, much needed ass-whooping for uh, the Raiders. 38-10. to Josh Allen looked like the typical Josh Allen. Um, even though the Raiders did come off to a hot start starting the game out 7-0, at that point it was kind of like, oh, shit, if you're a Browns fan. But they, they turned it around. Josh Allen completed his first 13 passes of the game. I mean three touchdowns mixed in there bills ran for 183 yards they looked like the bills and it was about time
1: yeah did you guys see the uh the little incident that the reporter had on the hot mic when he was talking about stefan dicks and how yeah the comments were hurtful and insulting and stuff i i, I kind of think personally i think that maybe that that kind of fueled the bills a little bit and uh especially josh allen i mean he finally he finally bounced back after four turnovers in the season opener. Um, threw for three touchdowns. Yeah, it's his 21st time in his career. Yeah, it was a uh, like you said, Austin. It was exactly what the doctor ordered for them to get them back on track.
0: Um, James, Coach looked, James, Coach, James Coach James Cook. James Cook looked good too, man. 123 yards on the ground. Yeah, they looked like the Bills, man. Yeah. I, I don't have much other than they 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 needed that desperately.
2: Yeah, James Cook looks like their best running back they've had in the Josh Allen era, so um, that's good news. And I didn't, I didn't have really concerns about Josh Allen. Um, so good win. We can move on. Not much else to say about it.
0: Yes, let's move to Cincinnati, NFC North matchup. Baltimore goes into Cincinnati, three point dogs, wins outright by three. Um, Joe Burrow, thirty whatever yards in the first half. Um, their first touchdown of the year was a punt return by Charlie Jones, the rookie out of Purdue. Shout out. Shout out Bur- Purdue. Shout out She's Boilermakers. Um, first offensive touchdown came with two minutes left in the third quarter. T. Higgins was a little three- or four-yard out route. Um, Bengals don't look good. I mean, they, they played a good fourth quarter and that couple minutes in the third. But... um. Yeah, they, they, as a Bengals, I mean, neither, none of us are Bengals fans, but should Bengals fans be panicking? I mean, Joe Burrow tweaked his calf. No one knows the the exact details of that quite yet, but you can't take away from the fact that he has looked fucking horrible in the first eight quarters of football.
1: Yeah, let me, uh, let me take it over for a second. I was talking to, I was talking to Tyler last night, and, uh, He just looks like He looks bad Like I know he's playing bad But he looks bad Like his dropbacks look slow His releases are slow The balls are ducks Everything looks It's not the same Joe Burrow That we've been watching in the past Um And Jamar Chase was right If he is Kind of blaming all this on his calf Which Most likely could be the case Um He should have sat He should not be playing He's holding back this team Um and I'm pretty sure he is going to be out next week because that spread against LA was at six and a half and it's already down like two now uh, so I think I don't know if it's panic time I said that last week but it's so early uh, I really think that he should have sat out until he was healthy but I mean they just they just look so bad I mean the best player on that team right now is Logan Wilson on defense and he's I mean he's a fucking dog and every time <laughs> every time the ball's out I feel like he's going one making a tackle um, but yeah, they don't they don't look good, but it kind of just goes to your guys' point about how you guys have Baltimore to win that division, right? And I mean, they look scary good too. Lamar's finally back healthy. I mean, that defense is flying around.
2: Yeah, you're right. Um, that that the, the Ravens do look good. Lamar was fantastic today, uh, making things happen. Um, but like going back to Burrow and the Bengals offense. It, it, was it his right calf or his left calf? Do you guys know? I believe it's it his right. He's, right. Okay. So his, that
0: pla- would make his more plant sense. leg.
2: Yeah, his plant leg because, um, you know, he's never had a strong arm, but he's just – he gets no zip on these these balls. Like his interception over the middle, um, that's a ball where you got to zip in there and um, it might have been picked either way because he got fooled pretty badly, but he just kind of – that thing was up there, just hanging up there forever. It's a really easy interception. And um, – yeah, he kind of just looks like aired and Skittish in the pocket and he's, he's, he's not reading the whole field. He's just getting to his check down even when there's a, not really any pass rush. Um, I mean, their offensive line played well.
0: Yeah, they really did. And he didn't guess, have to well, run for his life.
2: Yeah, no, he didn't. And he, he, he just was getting the ball out so quick. I think he just doesn't have that like, um, ability to extend plays right now. And it's just really, really hurting the team and um they just have no vertical passing attack um, which is weird to say from the Bengals. but um, but yeah i mean you got to give the ravens credit they we, we were high on the ravens i mean they're banged up they're always banged up but um lamar's really good that uh they could run the ball really well without jk dobbins still the Bengals can be concerned about their defense a little bit they couldn't really stop the run if these look um young and experienced I mean obviously losing Bell and uh, Jesse Bates that's gonna happen but um, yeah I would be concerned as a Bengals fan Um, you know I wouldn't be full-on panicking but uh, top to bottom this roster doesn't look as good as it did last year and Burrow's obviously been a lot worse so we'll see how it turns out
0: yeah um I'm not giving up on the Bengals yet um they started 0-2 last year and Obviously made it all the way today. AFC Championship game, one call away from the Super Bowl, but um, but this Burrow news is obviously big. I mean, anybody with a brain can understand that. Um, if he goes down, this team is fucked. Um, yeah, that, Jake, Browning, the boys, right? Yeah, Jake Brown, and kid out of Washington steps in. Um, I don't think it will be, you know, lose every game kind of deal, but but this team will be in serious trouble if Burrow goes down um
2: Mm -hmm. yeah and and uh i just want to brag really quick because i i didn't have much to brag about this weekend it was bad but i did nab the uh the rams at plus six and a half last night um (laughs) before before that line i'm surprised i I mean i'm I'm surprised and i wish i had more money in my account um obviously i didn't because it was such a bad weekend um, because i would have put more on it but um but yeah, dropped dropped a two today, which I don't I don't know what it is right now, but um, that's incredible that it dropped that many that many points already. So yeah. feeling good about that.
0: Bengals fans don't panic yet. It's not I don't, you got to wait for this Burrow news to uh, to decide if it's it hit the panic button or not. But you got to give credit to Baltimore. I mean, Lamar looks like I mean he didn't play out of his mind, but he looked good, fifty something yards on the ground, and every time he ran the ball, it was four, five, six yards. What's that line say, Gage? Two and a half. Two and a half, yeah. Um. Yeah, Lamar looked good. Zay Flowers, I mean, I I took a flyer on him before season started, the lead rookies in receiving. He looks like the guy now. Nelson Aguilar out of nowhere is having a fucking resurgence for them. Odell did go down, but this seems good, man. I mean, they lost Dobbins and a couple offensive linemen, but John, John Harbaugh knows how to coach. So this this Baltimore team it can be really really scary, especially if Lamar plays like Lamar can play.
1: His biggest issue right now, before we move on, is just ball handling. I mean, he's losing fumbles left, But outside of that, I mean, he's he's kind of back to his MVP caliber um, of play. So yeah, Ravens fans have a lot of a lot of upside right now, but Bengals fans have a they should be worried for sure.
0: Seahawks Lions Seahawks going to Detroit. Pull off the win in overtime, 37-31. Arguably the most exciting game of the weekend, in my opinion, at least. Um, Sixty-eight points. Geno Smith and um, Goff are fucking slinging that thing. Are we? Is this more? Okay, I don't. I don't know how to how to phrase this question, but I've been thinking about this today. I don't think the Lions lost this game, but I also don't think Seattle like won this game. That makes any sense.
1: This game was weird. Uh, did you guys like watch the end of it? Like the end yeah. Up regulation.
0: No. Yeah, like that's, that's 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 my thing. Like Dan Campbell praises or not praises, but he he's known for being a super aggressive, you know, leave it all out there kind of coach. And he had that chance to go for it on fourth down. What was it, like the forty yard or right around midfield, and he ended up punting. And I just this was a weird, weird end yeah. to the game. I mean, not
1: even that. It was. When they were their their last possession of regulation when they kicked the field goal, um yes. they had all three time, sure, they were on the twenty five yard line and I mean, they were doing like little check down passes, little runs and stuff here and there when they had a chance to to punch in the end zone and win the game. Um Trent, this this is kinda like a, a long shot, but it kinda makes you think of the spread in this case. Maybe he he scores a touchdown there, and they went by four. Um, spreads four and a half, so you think maybe let's get to overtime and we score a touchdown and win by <laughs> six.
0: Chill, um, chill.
1: But I don't know, man. That was a uh, it was it was weird down the stretch, but yeah. As soon as that was one of those games where you're watching and you're like, whoever has the ball last is going to win because they were just throwing haymakers back and forth. And uh Gino and Lockett there at the end capitalized on a missed holding call as well. I don't know if you guys saw that, but that yeah. play never should have happened. What an exciting game for sure, yeah.
0: Was it Hutchinson that got yeah. held?
1: Yeah. Right. I was about to
2: say he's been he's been so fucking good this year, Hutchinson. He's just causing havoc, and I know he's been going against um, some shaky tackles. And, and Seattle had both their tackles out um, last week, so that might explain a little bit. But he looks like a stud. Um, but I'm happy for Geno, man. He he uh, he balled out. He was fucking excellent today. Yeah, we're you know, a pro had, Geno uh, pod here. Yeah, yeah, we love Geno here, and he drops dimes, and he's aggressive, and he's just really fun to watch. Um, he did have, like, a drop to pick six, but outside of that, I thought he was excellent. And um, I think Seattle, you know, might have to work a little Turn about their DB room, which looks looked amazing on paper, but they've kind of gotten shredded the last two, uh, the first two weeks of the season, so you know, it was um, uh, Witherspoon, his first game, today. Should be not last week. So, um,
0: Yeah, my rookie of the year, you know. by the way. Not looking hot. Yeah. Through two games.
2: Not looking hot. They they kinda got shredded. Um I don't, I don't know how he did specifically, but I I doubt he did that well. Um Yeah, I mean this this is kind of like you know, we talked about this game Austin on the preview pod. Um I I grabbed Seattle with the points here. I just thought this game would go back and forth and kind of the last team on offense to win this this was one of those games where like Exactly how you thought it would play out, and then it played out. So I, I like those games. I wish that would be happen more often.
0: <laughs> yeah, 651 combined passing yards, five touchdowns, and um, golf had to pick. golf. what was it, fourth longest streak in NFL history without a touchdown? Or I'm sorry, without an interception. That streak, third longest, that streak broke today. Um, yeah, man, this this game had you kind of questioning, play calling, and decision making. Since the start of 2022, so the beginning of last season, Lions now have three losses while scoring 30-plus points. It's the wow. most, most in the league. Not great. Let's move to another high-power offense that at least I was high on. Um, Chargers going into Tennessee. losing. This one was at the buzzer gauge. 27-24. Nick Folk kicks the winner for the Titans on their new, gorgeous turf field, by the way. That field is fucking beautiful. Um, Chargers. The 33rd team in the Super Bowl era will score 50-plus points with zero turnovers in their first two games. Only team to start those two games 0-2. This defense is atrocious. Which is amazing, because we have all these fucking big-name guys on there. But they can't stop yeah. anybody. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm just like starting to think, like, what does Brandon
1: Staley do? He... Like, I, I don't understand. Like, what does he do at this
2: point? Like, he, he's supposed to be known for this, like, this like.
0: He just find ways to creative,
2: lose.
1: um, You know? Yeah. This, he reminds me of, like, Texas last year. Like, going back to college football a little bit, like, they, just, they beat themselves. Like, like, the Chargers are capable of beating every team they play. It's just a matter of them shooting themselves in the foot all throughout the game. Um to find ways to lose when it comes down to it. Yeah, it's fucking
0: embarrassing. The switch-up is insane, bro. They went... They punted. It was fourth down and one on Tennessee's 44. Was it late in the game, I think? Or, I'm sorry, uh, late in the first half. And he punted. And Brandon Staley, a year ago, is going for that 10 out of 10 times.
2: I think... I was going to say, I think his owner... I think it's like the, if I had to theorize completely guessing but I, I bet you the owner went down is like you can't do this anymore because he he went from like you're right like being like extremely aggressive and then like halfway through last year just stopped doing it and would punt in the most like obvious going for it situations I bet you his owner went down and was like if you fucking do that again I'm firing your ass right now. <laughs> He's like oh shit. I I, so just, I bet you that. I bet you that's what happened. I don't <laughs> totally guess it dude,
0: I don't get it. I mean they've given up fucking over 700 yards. Through the air in two games. They gave up 250 yards to Ryan Tannehill. He was 20 of 24. Ryan Tannehill you was
2: know cocked. You know. You know what's crazy is. Uh, that, tell me if you guys feel the same way, but um, the worst thing in, in the world in gambling is is when you like nail a game, you nail what's gonna happen, but you don't make any money off it. Yeah. That's what I did with this game, where it's like, I said on the preview pod, I was like, this is going to be a three-point game. Like, I don't, I just know these teams are going to be a three, it's going to be a three-point game. I don't know why the Chargers are giving three, as both these teams, all they do is play three-point games. What I do, I threw it in, like, a 10 leg parlor. (laughs) And it didn't come, I, I didn't bet it straight. Right. So... I okay, paid zero money but I, I nailed the game so I, I hate when that happens but
0: I I just don't get I don't it man I, I just the the, the the amount of talent on this team like you look at you look at them on paper and they should not be able to like like talent wise it's it's crazy dude like
1: the Chargers uh there's a little little cherry picker stat um Chargers have lost five games under Staley when leading by ten or more which is tied second second most in the NFL since 2020 um yeah, they, they, they shoot themselves in the foot and they find ways to lose these games.
0: Bro, 340 plus... 341 yards to the Titans. To yeah. the Tennessee yeah. Titans where Traylon, Traylon Burks is their wide receiver and one. Uh, since 1990s, uh, teams that started out 0-2, only 11% of those teams make the playoffs. And... I, I think I fall into that category of people who are high on the Chargers year in and year out just simply because they're a fucking sick team. But Brandon Staley, man, he he's making me question the ability of this team. Let's move to the AFC South. Kansas City goes into Jacksonville. Does pull out the win, 17-9. Uh, Mahomes goes for 300 on his birthday, 28th birthday. The Chiefs looked not great in this game. Not great. But, again, neither did the Jags. Trevor Lawrence did not play his best game.
2: No, he didn't. Um, that was surprising. I, I thought this would be a high-scoring game.
0: I think but, everybody um, did.
2: The Chiefs might have a legit defense for the first time in uh, Mahomes' career. I mean, like a legit, legit, like top ten.
0: Yeah, you um, you could tell.
2: Chris Jones came back, and he, he looked like he didn't miss a beat.
0: Exactly, my point. Um,
2: Yeah, so, um, yeah, I don't have a ton to say on this game. I wasn't super plugged into it, but I'm not worried about the Chiefs. Like, I think they're going to be. As long as Kelsey stays healthy, um, I think they'll be fine. And I'm encouraged by that defense, for sure.
0: Yeah, they'll be just fine. Trevor Trevor Lawrence had seven passing attempts in the red zone um, without a completion. The most attempts in NFL history without without a completion in the red zone. Um, wow. He missed a couple really easy throws. Um, one to Zay Jones, and the not this one wasn't super easy. Kind of, or Ridley had the toe tap in the back left corner, but he did miss Zay Jones. Man, Zay Jones ran a crossing route right right underneath the uh, goal post, and he was wide open overthrew him. Um, Jags just can't beat the Chiefs, man. I mean, in their thir- last thirteen games overall, the Jags are nine and four, but zero oh and three versus the Chiefs.
1: Yeah. They, they had opportunities though. I was I was kind of tuned into this game because I had some some plays on it. But I mean, they the Chiefs turned it over three times with a muff, muff punt, a fumble, and a pick um, from Mahomes. Also, Canarius Tony fumbled it, but luckily for for him, he fell back on it. I think I mean I think that was on a really short leash. Um, so they they had opportunities. They didn't do they didn't score any points off the turnovers though, and uh, they came to that, Came back to to bite him in the ass. I think the Chiefs got the ball back up eight with like four and a half minutes left, and uh, they didn't let the Jaguars touch the ball again. So, yeah, the Chiefs don't look good, but I mean, a win is a win, especially in a, in a tough divisional game like
0: that. Yeah, and Trevor Lawrence finally came back down to earth after looking like the best quarterback in the league last week. But yeah, man, you said a Gage, a win's a win. I'm sure at this point, Chiefs will take take them how they can get them. Um, let's move into the four o'clock slate. The three of the better games were in this four o'clock window, so let's start with one of the shitty ones. The Cowboys hosting a Jets 30 to 10. The Cowboys scored 50 points this year without allowing a point a single point from their opponent. First time since 2006 that that has happened. And another one. They're, just, they're the fifth teams in the Super Bowl era score at least 70 points and allow 10 or fewer points in their first two games.
2: Zach Wilson's so fucking bad. Zach Wilson is not
0: good.
2: He shouldn't be near an NFL field. Like, ruining Garrett Wilson. And Garrett Wilson's still so great that he still, you know, might put up okay numbers this year, but...
0: But he had two catches. I mean, that
2: dude is, like, generational, and he's getting sabotage the, the Jets have to trade for somebody like Zach Wilson yeah. is, he, he can't even I mean I know it's a tough defense but he just we, we know what Zach Wilson is like there's no hope there's never been like oh look at Zach Wilson I had a watch watching his ass and I, I didn't understand what this and it seemed like the Sharps were on like a, a, the Jets with the points that kind of scared me off but I, I was just thinking about this game like I don't see how this game is close like I really don't um I know the Jets have a good defense, but not very inspiring when you have Zach Wilson on the other side of the ball. So, I mean, this game played out like I thought it would, too. And Zach Wilson is garbage. All I got to say about that.
0: Yeah, Michael Parsons is, might be the best player in the NFL. I, mean, I
1: think so. I was just going to say that. He, he's a fucking monster, dude. I mean, <laughs> makes these offensive linemen look silly every time he rushes the passer. But my only takeaway from this game is. Tony Pollard can kick rocks. Harry up by thirty points, running the ball every play. and You don't get in the end zone. Rush the ball twenty-five times, then get in the end zone. <laughs> um, that was a big, big loss for me in a, in a pretty hefty parlay. But I mean, other than that, you guys, you guys nailed it all. You're not much to say. Just get Zach Wilson out the league and save this. So much talent on, their, on so that much, Jets dude. team that's just getting that's just getting ruined and kicked to the curb with. A very very mediocre quarterback playing. So yeah, not much
0: else. Gage, your Niners go into L.A. Trent, we talked about it, or Trent talked about it earlier with the uh, the, the strange cover by the uh, the Rams. But thirty to twenty three, Matthew Stafford can absolutely still throw the football. Christian yeah. McCaffrey looked like the best running back in the league he has for two weeks now. Um, Puka Nakua. Man. We talked about him last week or earlier this week a little bit, just about who the fuck is that. But he is he leads he set the NFL record for most catches in his first two games of his career, twenty-five catches. Um but this Rams offense I think can be very real. They just ran into a bus all that is San Francisco. This there's a reason I picked San Francisco to come out the NFC. They are a fucking wagon.
1: Top to bottom. And this was the game that I really, really, it's like the complete game that I wanted to see. Um, Debo finally came came out and did what, what he does. Um, I mean, with Christian McCaffrey still running 20 times, getting 120 yards and a touchdown. Um, I think that's an absolute lock until until he doesn't hit a touchdown. Like, any time touchdown for him has been even money, if not plus 105, plus 110, first two games. Um, so I'm going to ride that way until the wheels fall off. But Yeah, like you said, Austin. um, The Rams are the Rams are surprising. We were talking about them in the preview preview pod um, before (laughs) the year even started about them. Maybe winning two games (laughs) in Arizona. Yeah, tanking. Like this team is good. Like I think we forgot that Matt Stafford. He can be good when he wants to be. Um, I mean, this dude, (laughs) this dude slung the ball fifty-five times this game, Um, and he had him right there until the very end. And I know the score is closer than what it should have been, but. I mean, they were in that game, start to finish, and I don't know. Rams Rams look weird. I don't know what it is, um, but I mean, the Niners are are performing to the high expectation that we had preseason, and Brock Purdy's still doing. He's doing enough to
2: to win these games and look like an elite quarterback in the league right now. Yeah, and then the, the last point I would add on on your guys's points on the game is I think McVeigh. We forgot about how good McVeigh is. And designing yeah. an offense with a quarterback that's actually, um, you know, healthy. Um, we saw it with Jared Goff, and now we're seeing it with, with a healthy Stafford. Like, grab a fifth round rookie and just Cooper Cup. That's just, I, I mean, be catching. I might, I, I might be going for four for 64 with that in that offense in that scheme. So, you <laughs> know, shout out to McVeigh. He's, he's really good at this shit.
0: Yeah, he's really good, but he can't beat, um, Shanahan, 1-9 one, one and nine in his last night. Rams were 1-9 in their last 10 games for uh, Shanahan and the Niners. Obviously the only win coming in the NFC Championship their Super Bowl year. But uh, Puka Nuku, I mean, I, I, he set the NFL record for most catches in his first two games. I mean, he's the only player in NFL history to have 10-plus catches and 100-plus receiving yards in his first two games. I mean, this this team is young. They're exciting to watch. Kyron Williams is taken over as the lead back over Cam Akers. I mean, yeah,
1: what was that about?
0: I don't know. He was a healthy scratch. I, I don't know. I don't know more than that.
1: If
2: you if you watched Week One? You know, I was plugged in because I have Cam Akers on my fantasy team, unfortunately. But if you if you watched Week One, like it looked it looked like he was giving forty percent effort. Football, which I just don't understand. Like, how I'm not surprised that that happens. Um, I gotta figure out what to do with this fucker on my team. So.
0: Ram, Rams could win some games that they're not supposed to win this year, that, that could absolutely happen, just like the Washington Commanders uh, pulling off the upset 35 33 in Denver, um, a game that they had no business winning, um, went down. I believe it was 21-3 right off the bat. Um, 35-33, obviously we know about the uh, Russell Wilson Hail Mary at the end of regulation, and then the non-PI called on two-point conversion. But Sam Howell, man. Sam Howell, you mentioned it earlier, 3-0 as a starter in the NFL. Um, Russ did absolutely cook uh 18 or 32 308 yards three touchdowns I
1: it's just I know I was kind of I wasn't high on this Denver team but I was I was optimistic for him coming into this year but I might have to hop off that train dude because (laughs) this team couldn't be favored to anybody I mean when when Russ is your leading rusher when you have Jamonte Williams and Marvin Mims in the backfield um you kind of have a problem especially when you were leading the whole game I mean it's kind of it's kind of concerning but yeah like you said man the commanders are good they have talent everywhere um I mean Brian Robinson did his thing in the backfield catching balls too. Caught two passes for 42 yards um Antonio Gibson caught three passes for 40 yards and, and McLaurin had a he had a mid-game five catches for 50 yards and a touchdown but yeah they're Washington and Ron Vera—they got they got something special going on over there, and and I think they're really really rallying behind Sam Howe and making sure he doesn't do he doesn't have to do too much. You know I mean? We I kind of talked about that earlier in the preview show. He has he has all these skill guys around him to where he can just check down, throw short, do 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 the minimum, and he's gonna look good and, and win some games, and that's exactly what they're doing right
0: now. Yeah, and they got Eric Bieniemy. Me. I mean, one of, one of the the best offensive play callers in the league. That definitely helps. Uh, Sean Payton losing his first two games as a Bronco by a combined three points. Not great. Not great.
2: Yeah. I don't have much to add on this game. I didn't watch a ton of it. Um, but I think Russ, I mean, obviously we saw the Hail Mary at the end. So Russ had a couple um, beautiful balls down the field. But I thought overall, despite that stat line, still looks pretty shaky. Um, had a brutal pick, so uh, not high on this Denver team. No, but
0: he he throws a sexy deep ball. I mean, that ball just just go. Uh, it is gorgeous. This deep ball.
2: Yeah, the one he you know, didn't was it Marvin Mims down the field where yeah. he didn't break stride at all. No. It's, it's so hard to throw it where you don't break stride that high. Perfected that pass,
1: man. You know who else is good at the deep ball? Your
0: boy uh Daniel Jones. Yeah.
1: Sight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh yeah, <laughs>
1: John Shout out New York, dude, how we do it, baby. Hey, Giants, thirty
0: one twenty eight winners over the Cardinals. Um Yeah, man, they this game was uh was really fucking bad. Like,
1: an absolute shootout with the bottom Peter of the yeah. NFL. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I mean they got Giants' route scored four or sixty to nothing to start the season, which is the second most points allowed before a team has scored in the Super Bowl era. Um, the Colts in 1978 were the only other team to allow more points before scoring. They allowed 86, and they finished five and eleven that year. That year, so trends aren't really trending for the Giants. They did, however, win. Uh, Daniel Jones did look good. I mean, call I mean, beginning of the game, no, but he played well. played really, really well in the second half. I mean, 300, excuse me, 322 yards passing, another 59 on the ground. He ran one in. Um, Saquon looked good, 60-plus yards rushing, two total touchdowns. Um, yeah, they should have never, or Arizona should have never been in this game. They, it looked like every time James Conner touched the football, he kind of had unlimited room in front of him to run, which was really kind of hard to watch.
1: I mean, Josh Dobbs looked good too. Yeah, I mean, he didn't look bad. i getting, getting there when training camp was damn near over. I mean, he he's doing good with this team, but yeah, um, I feel so bad for Thigpen, man. He, I think they, they I to think they ruled the with a high ankle sprain out at least three weeks. I don't know if you guys saw that play, but it was kind of nasty looking. But yeah, um, biggest comeback for the Giants since 1950, and the largest blown lead for the Cardinals since 2011. So, kind of uh, sums up how we think the Cardinals year is going to go. I think maybe they they did this on purpose. Um, I mean, these three and outs that they had at the at the end of the game to get the Giants back in it were fucking abysmal. Like incompletions after. Running for one yard not even like trying it looked like but yeah shout out your giants man. that was actually a really interesting game
0: shout out I about to say,
2: <laughs> i was about to say that it, the first time that this that that statement came true um no that was that was really it was a, a it was a good game it was a good game to watch so dana jones did ball out in the second half so got to give him credit there yeah, and
0: they um, finally got waller involved dude Six catches, 76 yeah. yards. Like he, uh, He's their best, outside of Saquon, he's their best playmaker.
2: Yeah, and I think the Cardinals, if you're a Cardinals fan, you feel great about that game. Like, fought. they, they showed they have some talent, but then they lost. So, you know, just going to put more eggs in the 2024 draft. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd be okay if I'm a Cardinals fan and Giants are not going to be in playoff contention this year a um, good win for them. They're going to get smoked on Thursday, by the way.
0: Yeah, nine, they go to San Francisco, I think, right? It's in San Francisco?
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. going to a bloodbath. Yeah. Great, great prime time game to watch. <laughs> Can't wait.
0: Yeah, that game's going to get fucking up. But who's their bat? Is it Matt Burita? Oh, yeah. Mike. Yeah, one rush. God,
2: dude. That's the thing. It's so funny with the Giants where, like, and I'm happy because I'm a Saquon fantasy owner, but like, they, they really like like Saquon's their starter and like that's it and they have a backup running back Saquon's gonna get every goddamn carry play every fucking snap then maybe if he gets hurt or whatever we'll we'll bring in another guy so maybe that's why he got hurt because he lays on the field the whole game
0: I don't know I mean yeah I, I feel bad for him man I wish he could get out of there and go to a team that's that's a little bit well rounded but uh, hey wins a win and the most interesting team in the league Gets their first of the year, so that's fun. Let's move on to the final game of the night or final game of the weekend. Sunday night football. Tua and the Dolphins go into New England. Tackle Bill Belichick and I'm sorry, I'm watching Derek Carr fucking throw an absolute dime to Michael Thomas right now. But Tua goes into New England, beats Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Tua is now five and zero. Against the Patriots, um, he's one of just four quarterbacks to ever be five and zero in the Super Bowl era, or to be five and zero against a Super Bowl winning coach. Um, Russell Wilson first, Doug Peterson, Peyton Manning first, Tom Coughlin, and Chris Chandler first, Mike Ditka. Um, when this offense is humming like they can, that they they're up there with the Niners in terms of teams that are fucking hard to beat.
1: And you know why that statement's so true is because they have former Niners back. Um, if, when if this team can run the ball, yeah, what it did the it last fuck night, is that?
0: Huh? I said, what the fuck is Raheem Moster doing, running for a hundred yards, hundred and forty yards?
1: Bro, he is him. When Elijah More, when Elijah Mitchell got hurt in San Fran, he really, really came out of his shell. But um, no, when when he. You don't think of a run game for Miami, but this is kind of scary if they can get this run game established. Um, I mean, watch out with the with the play actions and the read options that is going to have open for him. But I should have known better. I had a pretty big play on Tyreek. Um, I needed him 60-plus, and I should have known that Bill Belichick was going to scheme up some shit to keep him in check and Waddle was going to go off like he did. But, yeah, Miami's scary. I think this line was absolutely a mistake. Uh, Miami minus one and a half come kick off. Uh, yeah, I mean, another prime time under, I'm pretty sure as well, but yeah, I don't have much to explain.
0: When healthy, sure When hel- England is uh, What's up?
1: you got unstable internet
0: connection, dog. When, when healthy Tua is is hard to beat and this offense is is for real. Um I knew Jalen Waddle was gonna go off gauge. I don't know, I just had a feeling, but I did have I played his yards, so that cashed. But um Dolphins are a wagon, man. When when they play well and that offense is running around like that, they, they are an extremely hard team to beat.
2: Yeah, Mike McDaniel, man, you can't say enough about this guy. I mean, he just—I
0: love him, bro. I fucking love Mike McDaniel. Yeah.
2: Oh, coaching. Uh, Bill Belichick just piling up. The um, Belichick came out with three safeties to start the game, and they just started running to the boundary. Um, and it, it just—he's kept kept it on the ground. So it was—it's good stuff from McDaniel, man. He he's really dialed in, and um, the Dolphins. I I do worry about their defense. And they have old secondary, and I mean they still get Jalen Ramsey coming back later in the year. You got to remember that, so that's going to be a big boost. Right? Uh,
0: yeah. Stolfsen. Stolf's Stolf's run- Go ahead.
2: I was going to say their run defense was really good. Um, I thought for the most part yesterday too. So yeah, they're 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 a good team. I was low on them because of you know, I didn't I, I I thought they might get figured out offensively a little more than they have, but figure out. Ford three-speed, and that's what they
0: got. Yeah, they're fun, man. I mean, when you get Mostert, Waddle, Hill, those guys were running like that. Even Braxton Berrios and um who's it, Achmed? Uh, kid out of Washington, Salvin Sol- Achmed, I think is his name. But um, okay. yeah, I mean, like I, I mean, I've said it four times now. But when they're humming, they're they're hard to beat. But um, yeah, fun weekend of football, uh, college not so much, other than Colorado and. Dion getting it done on Saturday night, but the slate this weekend, not even game-wise, just just football in general, is so much better than last week. Um, Appreciate you guys sticking with us. Friday's episode, we're going to have a first-ever, I'll take for take, our first-ever guest will be coming on. You guys got to tune in to find out who that will be. We got some fun, uh, a good fun interview lined up with him, so that should be a good time, but football's here, man. Football's in full swing. We are officially yeah i don't even know where i'm going i'm just rambling on at this point because i just fucking love football but appreciate you sticking with us and until next time peace